This episode is brought to you by Her Time. Do you struggle with bloating, cramping, or moodiness? The Her Time formula has been carefully and lovingly crafted to give your body the nutrients it needs to support and balance your monthly hormonal changes. It's suitable for women of all ages and stages of their life. Her Time assists the body to make the right amount of progesterone suitable for your body at its relevant stage. You can check us out on all social platforms at Mixers, M-I-X-H-E-R-S, or on our website at Mixers.com. Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. You'll see that I'm actually holding this guest <laughs> hand because you guys, this is one of my very, very best friends. And now mine too. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. This is Jen Perez. Some of you may know her as Jenny. Mm-hmm. And Jen actually works with us yep. over here at Mixers as well. Mixers so one of my very best friends for years. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of you interact with her actually in our messages and emails. Yeah, you see her cute face. Yeah. Yes. Um, we actually invited Jen to come over today because we're, we are trying to do a better job of opening up the conversation around infertility. Right. And just infertility awareness in general. I just feel like there's so much that we could learn. Yeah. yeah. And, and I have learned from my sweet friend that this can be a very lonely journey. Mm -hmm. You can feel like you're the only one in this. And so she's been willing, thankfully, to come over yeah. and open up, and this is emotional, and it's hard to discuss, mm-hmm. but she's willing to share her story mm-hmm. with us, and um, it's good for us to always learn as well. Right. And I've also um, wanted you to express some things for people that, you know, we've talked about. We all have a loved one that has struggled with infertility, mm-hmm. but how, what are the best ways for us to, to support, support? you? Mm-hmm. So your story yeah. and support, how can we be helpful? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Yes. Um, infertility is something that is super common and probably more common than people realize, I feel like, now. I right. feel like it, you hear about it more and more, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, but that being said, it is also very individual and very unique. So mm-hmm. I've learned, even having my infertility story and connecting with multiple women who are going through infertility of their own, None of our stories are the same. Right. And like not even kind of. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's very unique. Um, We did, I have one baby girl. She's almost two. She's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. She is a ball of energy. She is so cute and so fun. And so you went through infertility to get her here. Yes. Yes. Yep. So we tried for six years um, to get her. So long story short, my husband actually um, has cystic fibrosis. He's a secondary presenter. And so he... We tried and tried and couldn't have kids, went to a doctor, and the clinic actually called me and said, congratulations, his vasectomy worked. He's <gasps> sterile. Oh, And I was no. like, wait, what did you just say to oh, me? I'll no. never forget where I was standing oh, when I got the phone goodness. call. And my whole world just shattered. And I like, thought, wait, 
what? That's not what and we And she goes, oh, my word, you came from the fertility clinic, right? And I said, yeah. We didn't want that news. No, anyway, and I remember as a friend, all of us being so mad about how that phone yeah, call that happened. Right. And then you look at that woman and she was like, oh my. I bet we, she was, yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, she um, was human error, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but so working through that, we actually went to a fertility specialist who said, I just feel like it might be cystic fibrosis. We did genetic testing. Turns out it was. Mm. Um, so... How much depth do you want me to go? As much as you're willing to share. So he does produce sperm, but doesn't have the vas deferens, which is the little tube that the sperm gets out of. So um, it was as if he was born with a vasectomy. Mm. Um, So I always tease him. My husband's from Chile. He's a beautiful, he's awesome, caramel, funny guy. But um, I always tease him that 97% of the reason I married him was for beautiful brown babies. (laughs) Yes. And when I found out that I'd maybe never have his babies, I kind of died inside a little bit. Um, but luckily we went through the process. Turns out I was able to have his babies, but IVF would be our only option. Mm -hmm. They surgically extracted sperm from him, um, and were able to extract my eggs. Um, I also am a carrier for cystic fibrosis, which is really rare. So we go through, um, quite a bit of genetic testing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And is that how that's diagnosed is through genetic testing? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So they tested him and then me Mm -hmm. and then also our embryos. Right. Which is actually really interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so we go through multiple rounds of genetic testing in order to screen the embryos. Um, and we didn't actually do that Mm -hmm. until I had had multiple miscarriages. So I did IVF, got pregnant, lost the baby. Did IVF, got pregnant, lost the baby. Wow. Um, and after multiple procedures, um, they found out that my timing was off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they tested, we did like a fake cycle. It's called an ERA. So explain that just a little yeah. bit. Your timing was off. What does that mean? So, um, they have a timeline of medications for IVF. Okay. So everyone typically does shots in the mornings and it's very, a strict regimen, right? And you you're giving these yourself these shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. also, when you're the person in this, like Jen plans her. Like you have to plan your, your life, life yeah. around these shots and the yeah, timing you and where you're going to be and your trips and canceling trips. Like it yeah. is so much to yeah. be going through. Yeah, it's definitely all inclusive. And I forget, I'm, we're actually just starting the cycle again and I'm realizing, oh my word, there's so much to do. And you here know, we are in again. In this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. Um, but we did genetic testing, had multiple losses, and they found out that my timing was just a bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually switched my medication Times. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was off by 18 hours. And that made the difference, that 18 hours. Yeah. So that's incredible. We finally got pregnant, have one miracle baby yeah. who I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but moral of the story, point of the story is that everybody's so unique and individual. Um, I have a friend that said to me, she's like, I did IVF and I got pregnant. What you did is something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, you went through six cycles to More. get one baby mm-hmm. and multiple surgeries and other things. Um, well, and, then, and all the miscarriages, yeah. like the... The excitement and then the defeat. The defeat. The, mm-hmm. And like just the constant. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Lot. Exactly. And then there's other people that are totally different. So I think just remember when you're talking to someone with infertility, whether you're in it or not, that their story is totally different. Mm-hmm. So just ask them. I feel like a lot of times people don't know what to say or how mm-hmm. to help. And that's okay. We don't expect you to. Um, I think the most helpful thing for me was to someone just to be candid and say, hey, like, I don't know how to be there for you, but I want to. Mm-hmm. What can I do? Um, I don't know the right thing to say, right? but I'm here for you. Let me know how to help. And um, I always really appreciate that because— It's good to know. Yeah. It's better than someone, I feel like, trying to tell you what they think you might want to hear and it not being the right thing. Mm-hmm. And where everyone does handle it so differently, Yeah, what works for me may not work for— my right. Friend. And yeah. like probably just giving you all their free advice that's maybe not needed yeah. or wanted yeah. either, right? Yeah, you hear so. a lot of things 
that you're like, uh, okay. So you have to also choose as someone going through infertility. Um, it had to be a really conscious choice for me not to be offended mm-hmm. because people mean well. Yeah. They just don't do understand and true. they don't know. And so you just have to choose when people say, would ask you, you know, why aren't you pregnant? Why aren't you going to, when are you going to start a family? Your priorities oh. are messed up. You just have to let it go. They don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, they have no idea what you've been through. Right? Well, let's just let story. that be a message that we don't know the whole story. And these are very personal decisions that each couple needs to make on their own. And it's, I know that it feels like it's like when we're good friends with somebody or a family member that we feel like we're somehow involved in that conversation or decision. And I think the best thing is to just remove yourself and don't say things like that. Don't ask questions like when are you going to have your next baby and, and all of that. I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent, but I feel like in some of the other episodes we've had about infertility, that it's was like the, the main com- thing. And yeah. it's so common. And, and I know the I've experienced that. The mom or the in-laws being like, where's yes. my grandbaby? So let's just make sure that doesn't happen yeah. if we can. Okay. But continue. I'm sorry. And no, it's inevitable, right? Yes, and, I know. And like I said, people mean well. So choose not to let it rock you or yes, to let it ruin that relationship with great. them because they typically are just trying to check in in mm-hmm. their way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and something my husband and I, a lot of people have asked, how do you and your husband handle it? How has it affected your marriage? Um, and it's been really, really good for our marriage and really, really hard for our marriage. Of course. At different times. Oh, I can only imagine. Um, and when we first realized, oh, like pregnancy, this isn't happening for us. This isn't going to be easy. We actually sat down and had a conversation and said, you know, um, how are we going to handle this? Mm. And we chose, like all of our friends had babies, multiple babies, right? And we said, well, we can either be bitter and sad and heartbroken, mm-hmm. and we can let this take our joy, or we can choose to be the best dang aunt and uncle anybody's mm-hmm. ever seen. Oh. This is where I'm going to start to cry. Yeah. <laughs> because we've been best friends for a long time. And I've known that Jen has been going through this. Thankful, I mean, thankfully, we communicate and are open about this, but I've been gone as well and living away. But something that I have known about Jen and her husband um, is that they have always been there for me. And I've gotten pregnant with twins naturally. I've had my babies and it's been like, it, it has, it's been easy for me to have my children and grow my family. And um, we still talk about how they have just chosen to love my kids and be so excited for me. Jen has traveled the world with me mm-hmm. to help me with my kids. And I've never felt this sense of resentment mm-hmm. from Jen and her husband about, you know, my personal, I don't know, journey sure, with yeah. growing my yeah. family. And I've, I have had times where I've said to Jen, like, I don't know what you're going through. Like, I don't, I don't know how hard this is. I just hope that you know that, you know, I'm here for you okay. because, and it feels like you're kind of helpless because truly I yeah. am as a best friend, but it's like just kind of trying to show that you're there. Just being there. Yeah. And I honestly think that's the best thing to do. Just be there however that looks. And, mm-hmm. and again, ask the person, you know, what can I do for you? I don't know what to say, mm-hmm. but I love you and I'm there for you. And that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know um, my husband and I talk about all the time what a huge blessing it's been for us to have the babies. I still call them babies, and they're they just turned seven. Um, Jess's babies. Jess's twins, yeah. But just to have those special connections with right. those kiddos and things we would have missed out on if we had chosen to be bitter That's and amazing. resentful. Um, yeah, because those, there are, I mean, children need multiple people to take care oh, of them. Yeah. They don't I couldn't, I had right? Jen around I've so much because I couldn't this. do it. Well, I've witnessed how much 
because Jess had a lot on her plate, right? Yeah. And you stepped in, and I saw this time and time again, and just thought, what an amazing friend. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that when you were doing that, that you were also going through your own mm-hmm. trial here. And I'm just extra impressed with you now with all oh. of this story. I think I mean, it's beautiful. It was my privilege, right? Honor to get to mother in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, and just I love do that. things that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband and I also had a conversation after multiple losses and multiple attempts. We sat down and said, hey, this is dang hard. Mm-hmm. If it is just you and me for the rest of forever, is that enough? And we decided, yeah, I choose you, and I choose you with or without babies, and that's it. And so we went forward and let that, um, you know, let yeah. it be our MO that we were just going to do this, and we were going to do it with joy. And That's amazing. And when it did work out in its own timing, mm-hmm. it was it's perfect and wonderful and yeah. worth the wait, worth the work. Yeah, um, I like that, too. And now, okay, so you have your— Beautiful daughter, and now you're starting everything again. Tell us about, you know, kind of those feelings. How did you, like, gear up to do this again? I mean, I I know, but, like, for women that have maybe are doing this Mm -hmm. currently again as well, kind of finding that strength to move forward and the energy to do this again? Um, I don't think you can ever be totally ready. No. I think you just have to decide as a couple, hey, if this feels right, then you take that leap. Um, my biggest thing I think is be patient with yourself, be kind with yourself, um, allow yourself to feel things Mm -hmm. and allow others like, you know, sometimes people want you to see the best in things and try to tell you like, oh, but it's so worth it. Oh, this Mm -hmm. is okay. Right. This not let people be where they are. Right. Let me feel the hard, um, and the loss and the hurt and the bummer that it's not just going to be straight shot again. I have to do another procedure. Um, even though I've done it, it doesn't make it easier, right? Well, you each time is going to be a little different, Which, right? And that's yeah. something mm-hmm. that the rest of us had yeah. assumed, like, okay, well, maybe they'll have all the answers for another. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunately not that way. It's yeah. Be so, yeah. yeah, we went in and things had changed, and we were like, oh. Yeah. So let them feel that for just a minute. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, let them get to the positive outlook on mm-hmm. things. Um, and let yourself feel that. And then take care of yourself. We do little traditions. Like we do lunch after an ultrasound at a specific restaurant or whatever. We just do things that make yeah. it bearable. Make it more joyful yeah. in the times that are feeling extremely hard, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah so just really find great advice. find joy. Yeah. Find a way to keep your head um, <laughs> strong because it's staying hard mentally mm-hmm. and physically. So. Yeah. So for people on the outside, like us, that are loving of someone going through these mm-hmm. experiences, what are the things that— for you personally, that could maybe be a blanket statement for others, like to do, to be supportive. Did I phrase that yeah. well enough? Like what are the easy things where you're like, this actually means a lot. It goes a long way when someone does these few things. Mm-hmm. Just check in. I think just text and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Sometimes even write down specific dates. Hey, I know that your egg retrieval is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, drop off a little note, whatnot. Just let them know you're there because like you said, it can feel isolating. Even if other people are going through mm-hmm. it, it's very unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So daily, weekly, how often would you want to check in before it feels like it's too much? I was going to say, I think that depends on the person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, That's I'm true. really pretty open and others are maybe more private. Also, understand that sometimes don't take offense if they don't want to share that journey with you. Mm-hmm. It, they may be private. I'm a really open book. Others aren't. Yeah. And— you know, that's Yeah, okay. that's so true. Well, and so. I think something I love about Jen and maybe those of you that are listening to this as well is like Jen knows I don't understand all of the process, but like being, I, I check in and you're willing yeah. to like be patient with me as yeah. I'm learning with you or like just, I don't know. I think that that's something too. Cause like you said, like it's, 
it's a lot to take in and just feeling like, okay, someone's taking the time to check in mm-hmm. and yeah. wanting to know and then allowing the person to share yeah. as much as they want to. Well, we want to just love and support on you as much Thank as we you. possibly can because we appreciate mm-hmm. everything yes. you do for us here at Mixers. And I thank you for that. sharing your story <laughs> with all of our Mixers community. You girls. Thank you. We'll give her a hug for you. Yeah, and those <laughs> you of you that are in this, yeah, those of you that are in not this alone. process, know that you're not alone. We love you. Yes. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Her Power. Show up in life focused, on point, full of energy, but without the crash and habit-forming behaviors that caffeine can cause. Her Power is a non-stimulant energy supplement that provides stamina, concentration, mental support, and mind clarity. Struggle with a racing mind, anxiety, or feel consistently tired? Her Power is your answer. Check us out on social media at Mixers, M-I-X, H-E-R-S or at mixers.com.